We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association ND. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome into the Rotowire Daily Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by FanDuel.com, the leader in one-week fantasy football. It is Friday, September 11th. I'm Nick Whalen. Joining me this week is not Jerry Donabedian, but James Anderson, Rotowire's lead baseball prospect writer, does a lot of college football and NFL stuff as well. Um, James, first of all, thanks for joining me. Yeah, this is like my odd uh, kind of baptism into the, the DFS side right. of Rotowire. I wrote the, the baseball FanDuel article today for the first and last time, and I'm doing this podcast with you for the first and hopefully last time, so let's let's get going. Kind of a, a flex position for Rotowire <laughs> in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, um, I don't want them to get that idea, but it just so happened that way today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're scheduling <laughs> conflicts with Jerry. Um, so one game down Thursday night, Patriots Steelers. We'll talk about that in a minute. Fifteen more to go. Uh, Thirteen of those coming on Sunday, and then two Monday night games this week. So we'll talk about um, you know what players we like on FanDuel. We'll discuss Kevin Payne's article. He writes the the weekly FanDuel value plays article for rotowire.com. We'll get into some of his picks, what we agree with, what we don't agree with. First of all, takeaways from last night's Patriots Steelers game. Um, you know, being a Thursday night game, I know, you know, maybe you didn't catch all of the entire game. I watched most of I think the first three quarters or so. Um, and ended up kind of straying away from the TV at that point as New England pulled away, but 28-21, Patriots victory. Tom Brady looked great. Rob Gronkowski looked even better. Deion Lewis put up some numbers. D'Angelo Williams put up some numbers. Really, I mean, from a fantasy perspective, I think you really couldn't have asked for a whole lot more in, in a in a 28-21 game. I mean, Antonio Brown, 133 yards on nine catches. Edelman, 
didn't get in the end zone, but 11 receptions there, obviously great for PPR. So you know, do you have any takeaways either watching this game or looking at the box well, score today? Yeah, I mean, the, the only things I really had going in it was I had Gronk and Brady together in a league, and then I had the Patriot as my survivor pick. So once I kind of got the sense that those were going to turn out in my favor, I, I kind of uh, focused on some other things that night. But, yeah, I mean, it was – uh, pretty much by the book, I think you you could easily project the the Patriots passing game to have a good amount of su- success against that Steelers secondary. And yeah, I mean all 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 the Steelers guys that you could reasonably be relying on uh, did enough to kind of help you out. So uh, no real complaints. Deion Lewis probably the one guy who people might be looking at on waiver wires uh, this week. He's someone that I think if you're in a 14 or 16 team league, like a really deep league, you should probably add because running back is so thin in those formats, but not a guy that I project to really be all that useful once LeGarrette Blunt comes back. Were you high on Brandon Bolden whatsoever no. as, as kind of the main fill-in for Blunt in week one? I, I just wasn't high. I'm, I'm, I have a, a party line of just never recommending Patriots running backs under any circumstance, so uh definitely won't find me doing any of that this season but yeah I mean Lewis looked pretty shifty I mean he could he could kind of find himself in that that Shane Vereen role I guess but uh I mean yeah I I think you got to add him in deeper leagues it might be tough to kind of trust him week to week though in, in shallower formats so how much of Gronk's success three touchdowns five catches 94 yards was this Patriots secondary because you know every secondary in the league not only excuse me not the Patriots Steelers. the Steelers secondary every secondary in the league not only Pittsburgh is going to be queuing on him um and he still erupts for three fairly uncontested touchdowns you know and one of them he Pittsburgh just kind of forgot to send a cornerback out when Gronk was split out wide uh, the other two they basically threw over the defenders Gronk went up and brought him down and is this something that you can really even scheme against at that point? I mean, it's not It's not realistic to expect three touchdowns a week or even two touchdowns a week. But, I mean, the way that this looked, they made it look so easy. I mean, is, is Gronk I, – I guess I was under the impression that the defense would be queuing on him a little bit more to prevent a game like this right off the bat. I mean, every defense that's played the Patriots when Gronk's been healthy over the past three years has known that he's their best weapon and he's still a monster. So I wouldn't expect three touchdowns every week, but – this was a guy that I was definitely taking uh, inside the top 10 going into drafts and in pretty much every format where there's a tight end spot. And I think if you did that, you got rewarded. I, I think there's going to be weeks. This won't be the only one, but there's going to be like three or four more weeks this year where Gronk single-handedly wins you your matchup. So uh, you got to be happy if you have him. All right, so let's move into looking at Kevin's article that's up on the site on rotowire.com. FanDuel Fantasy Football Week 1 Picks is the title on that. So if you are a subscriber, be sure to check that out. Um, so he looks he starts with the with the quarterback position, obviously. And the guy that he pegs here in the article as the top value play is Tyrod Taylor. And you know, obviously that kind of assumes that you're taking the strategy of not really punting quarterback, but you know, you're going to you're going to pay as low as you can basically on at the quarterback position. Tyrod Taylor is a $5,000 salary guy. Um, and it's important to remember these salaries were set, what, probably about a month ago? Yeah. So So this is, yeah, this is Kevin just kind of digging at the very, very bottom of the barrel. Uh, FanDuel was not anticipating Tyrod Taylor to be the starter. So definitely can't argue with the, the value here. And I think he's, you know, he, he has Taylor as his guy for, for cash games and 50-50s and heads-ups and everything like that. Uh, has Teddy Bridgewater as his guy for tournaments. I'd actually maybe flip those two because 
I, I wouldn't necessarily start Bridgewater in a cash game, but uh, Taylor to me is is so risky, and we just really don't know what to expect. And there's so many more value plays at, at other positions that I don't think you need to save this much money at quarterback. Like there's so many wide receivers and running backs that we'll, we'll talk about in a minute that are underpriced that I don't really think you have to dig this this low if you're doing a cash game. Uh, you know, plenty of high-end quarterbacks that you can fit in a lineup pretty reasonably that, that are money in the bank. And Taylor, I think, is, is a pretty big question mark. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. I mean, this is obviously kind of, uh, you know, Kevin taking advantage of, like you said, DraftKings kind of anticipating that he wouldn't be the starter. I think uh, Matt Castle uh, was listed at a, at a higher salary than him. EJ Manuel is up at like 6,400. So, I mean, we're, we're looking at kind of what where these players were projected in the past. So, I mean, what type of tier of quarterback are you looking to target? Are you willing to pay up and go all the way, all the way for Rodgers, Luck, Manning, Breeze, or do you want to stay more in like the the Newton, Eli Manning, Tannehill type of tier? Uh, well, I've got Rodgers going in the lineup. He's the most expensive guy. Uh, just his history against the Bears is that he destroys them, and I I fully expect that to happen on Sunday. And I was able to fit him in just kind of you know, with some, some cheaper plays at running back and wide receiver. And I, I'm pretty confident that I'm going to get a, a ton of points from Rogers there. Uh, the guy that I think is going to be most widely owned this week is Sam Bradford, who's 7,500 against the, the Falcons. Uh, not a great defense in Atlanta, you know, fast track on turf and everything. And, and his stock has only climbed over the past two or three weeks after a pretty impressive preseason. So, I think you're going to look at him as a guy who is probably owned in, in about 50% of cash games just because he, you know, you know he's healthy going in, you know he's got some explosive options, and there's really a, a really high floor with him, I think. So uh, that price is more appealing to me than, than Tyrod Taylor at 5000 All right, so looking at the uh, – moving into the running back position, I guess we'll start there uh, rather than receiver. So, you know, again, with – Going with Tyrod Taylor at the quarterback spot, you're paying so low, you have the ability to kind of go out and, and get the big-name guys at other positions. And looking at running back, Kevin lists C.J. Anderson. He's priced at 8400 and Eddie Lacy at 8500 So, I mean, if you're, you know, hypothetically, let's say you go with a, a different quarterback, you know, maybe not Aaron Rodgers, but someone, in, someone that you're paying considerably more for than Tyrod Taylor, are you still looking to target you know top tier top ten running backs like CJ Anderson and Eddie Lacy, or are you looking to maybe spend that more on the tight end or wide receiver spots? Well, I'm gonna start a stud wide receiver before I'll start a stud running back, just because there's so much more upside at wide receiver in my opinion. And you know, if I were to start a high end running back, I think it would be Jeremy Hill at Oakland. Uh, you know, I think he's at least as good, probably a better pure running back than Lacey or CJ Anderson. Uh, the only thing you worry about there is the, the carries with him and Geo, but I'm, I'm a firm believer in that being Jeremy Hill's job. I think he gets about 75, 80% of the carries there this year. Uh, there's a lot of values though, kind of in the, the middle there with guys like Lamar Miller at Washington, only 7,300. I really like that price. Jonathan Stewart at Jacksonville, only 7,100. I really like that price. Doug Martin, uh, 6,900 at Tampa Bay. Got to like that. Tevin Coleman, who was announced as the starter for Atlanta uh, before these prices came out, only 6,700. That's another really good buy. So I think uh, you could definitely, if, if there's enough cheap wide receivers and cheap quarterbacks and tight ends that you like, 
it it's fine to go ahead and start a couple stud running backs, but I really don't think you have to do that. I think I'd I'd rather kind of pick those sort of middle tier running backs that have really nice matchups like Lamar Miller at Washington and they don't have Jay Ajayi so I mean that's going to be all Lamar Miller this week uh, I'd rather do that than than pay up for a couple studs yeah I really like Lamar Miller as, as a weekly guy and pretty much a season-long league guy at this point especially with the Ajayi injury are you worried at all about Gio Bernard kind of encroaching on Jeremy Hill's workload no no I I just don't that's not a timeshare to me that's that's a guy Ship has sailed. who you know, you, you look at the way that, uh, you know, the the Eagles or, I mean, like a guy like Darren Sproles, that's kind of what I see Gio Bernard kind of turning into. Jeremy Hill, to me, is is kind of a surefire top five back in terms of talent. So you don't and, – and when Gio was getting all the carries, like his rookie year, he was just kind of middle middle of the road. I mean, it was it was 4.1 4. Per, per carry, if I remember correctly. So – uh, that's definitely Jeremy Hill's job to me, and and I mean maybe this is a good week to use Geo if if you think that the Bengals can roll in Oakland, but uh, I mean I don't think you have to go that cheap. I think Jeremy Hill's pretty safe, hundred plus yards and a touchdown. All right, so a position that I think we both agree you do want to pay up for is receiver, and again Kevin lists Des Bryant. 8700 and Devonte Adams 5500 so a pretty low price and, there for Devonte Adams which and, is Julio, and Julio and oh excuse me yeah I totally missed and Julio Jones at 9000 so two really top tier options a guy who could end up being a top tier option but is not priced like it in Devonte Adams I mean is he pretty much a no-brainer in contest at this price yeah Devonte is the I mean he's so hard to not start at that price and I'm kind of pissed. I mean, the, as a, I'm a Packers fan, so I'm pissed about the the Jordy injury in that respect. But I'm also upset because I would have started Devontae at that price with a healthy Jordy Nelson because I was that confident in Devontae having a big season as the number three receiver who might not necessarily be treated like a number three. Now that he's the number two, uh, kind of a, a no-brainer there. Obviously, I think if you're – say you were to fill out like six tournament lineups, I think you would have to have at least one that he wasn't in just to kind of – cover all your bases like say I really I really think he has a monster game but say he doesn't say he only catches like four balls and doesn't get in the end zone then you're going to be facing a bunch of people I mean he might be 75 percent owned so I mean if you don't have him in a lineup and are able to get uh, a guy kind of at that price at maybe wide receiver or running back who does have a big day then you're in, in really good shape to cash but it, you know if you're only filling out a couple lineups I think he's got to be in both of them I haven't had a chance to ask you about the James Jones edition yet. What were your thoughts on that? I mean, I think it's it's sort of more about their lack of confidence in the in, in a guy like Miles White than it is about them. I mean, I know they're saying they're excited to have James Jones back. I think he can, he's going to fill a very similar role to what Donald Driver was in his last year there where he's really not useful in season-long leagues and you know he might he might score like four or five touchdowns this year but he'll be way behind guys like Adams and and Cobb in terms of overall production and I could even see a guy like Richard Rodgers getting more catches than Jones this year from the tight end spot there so uh, a good kind of depth piece and a guy that Rodgers can trust as a as a third or fourth receiver depending on how the young guys do but not a guy that you should be targeting really in fantasy. Are there any other receivers looking at the pool that really stand out to you at their current well, value? I mean, I think I think Payne hit the nail on the head with Julio and Dez. I think those are uh, 
I mean, I probably Odell Beckham in there too, but those, those three guys, I think you got to start at least one of them and possibly two, if you can fit them in, I'm starting Julio pretty much everywhere. Hope, hoping that that $9,000 price tag kind of scares some people off. But I think Julio to me is, is kind of a guy I'm going to try to start every single week this year, as long as he's healthy, because I think he has the highest ceiling of any non quarterback in, in the pool this year. I mean, he could be 30 plus points multiple weeks this year. And I think against Philly, they're going to have to score a lot of points to keep up. So that's a really nice matchup. Des, that's uh, he's going to have a field day against that giant secondary. So that, that should be pretty easy points. And then Odell Beckham, yeah, I mean, same thing against that Dallas secondary. So, I mean, I really, I mean, that, that Dallas secondary is really depleted. So if you can fit one of those guys in, that's great. But yeah, I mean, I would try to find a way to get two of those guys in. All right, moving to the tight end position. Obviously, Rob Gronkowski will not be available this weekend as he played Thursday. So is there really a clear-cut number one tight end? Jimmy Graham is the highest priced. He's at 6900 That's 700 more than the number two guy, Martellus Bennett. He's followed by Kelsey, um, Greg Olson, Jason Witten, you know, the, the normal names in that tier. I mean, do any of those guys really jump off the page? You? It, it, it seems like Graham, you know, people and myself included, I think are a little bit hesitant to roll him out because we really haven't seen him work full-time with the Seattle offense yet. Yeah, my 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 number three overall tight end this year is Martellus Bennett behind Graham and Gronk, and this week he's number one for me now that Gronk's already played just because of the matchup. I mean, I could see that Seahawks-Rams uh, game being pretty low scoring and that the Bears are going to be trying to play catch-up all game. They've had a lot of success with Bennett against the Packers in previous years, and I don't think the Packers have done anything to really kind of fix their their uh, coverage in terms of their their linebackers like up up the seams and everything uh Sam Barrington is is kind of a sieve in the past game so I think I think Bennett scores at least once maybe twice and that's kind of I, I wouldn't be surprised if he led Chicago actually in in targets and catches in that game trying to find a price on Mercedes Lewis he's, <laughs> he's down at he's down at 4900 um I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily want to go on the record and recommend him but with Julius Thomas out for the next couple of weeks, he is going to be the number one tight Pretty end. Sneaky. The Jags are rolling out with a two tight end base set this year. They're, they're not rostering any fullbacks. So he's going to be on the field. Um, you know, a lot of that's going to be blocking, and that's kind of how his career has gone thus far. Only you know, that one season, I think it was 2012, he had 10 touchdowns. Other than that, pretty unremarkable. Um, but, I mean, with, with as, as improved as Blake Bortles has appeared to look in the preseason, um, I think you could do worse at 4,900. Um, considering the other names that are in that could range, could also probably do better. You Richard, could Richard Rodgers, Rogers forty nine hundred, yeah. Tyler Eifert five thousand. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I would I'd, do better. I'd rather do Lewis than than Reed or or Hausler or, or Cumberland or, or Tammy. Or I just mean, like think, it's better than starting no tight end, right? If you start Jason Morrow, who's on IR, then I think you'd you'd much prefer <laughs> to have Mercedes Lewis in there. Uh, <clears throat> no, I mean, I, I I definitely hear you, and that's that price. Let's be honest. That price would be higher if this if these came out exactly. uh, when we knew about Julius Thomas' injury. I just think that those wide receivers in Jacksonville are kind of targets one, two, and possibly three ahead of Lewis. Right. Uh, but I, I I don't know. I could be wrong about that. He, if you're looking to go cheap, you could definitely do worse, as he said. Vandal is the leader in one week fantasy football with more winners and more payouts than any other site. Vandal.com is paying out over seventy five million dollars a week this football season. Building a team is easy. Just pick your players, stay under the salary cap, sit back on Sunday, and watch your team win. Anybody can play. Entry fees start at just $1. 
Go to FanDuel.com, click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner. You can use the promo code ITLDAILY, sign up now. They also offer a special offer for new users. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to 200 bucks. That gets earned as you play, so that's a bonus of up to $200. The offer is only good for the first 50 people that use the code ITLDAILY today. Don't, for, yeah, excuse me, don't forget to use that code ITLDAILY. FanDuel.com, where every day is a new season. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L-D-O-T-C-O-M. Sign up today. That's a bit of a lengthy read, James. Hey, I think you, I think you crushed it. First, first time this year. <laughs> that is uh, the first time. Yeah, the DFS podcast went unsponsored for for a number of weeks. Kind of, yeah. kind of like watching a NASCAR race. Well, and there's a car with just no sponsorship out there. That I mean, was they, it was only going to go unsponsored for so long. Right. I mean, someone was going to. I think it was a matter of just deciding to pick it up. It was just a matter of deciding which bid to go with. I think Shannon, right. our marketing guy, Shannon McCune, is flooded with so You don't want many. to take the first offer. You know, I mean, that's, that's why. I mean, look exactly. at Exactly. I mean, the, the people that put their stuff on eBay and, and go with the buy it now, I mean, those are the suckers. You want to let people bid uh, for your rights. And, you know, I think I haven't – obviously, we haven't played any uh, NFL fan deal this year, but already, already won some money on there playing college football uh, last week and – gonna try to do that again this week and then uh you know made made plenty of money on there playing baseball this year so uh definitely i mean if you if you haven't played FanDuel yet i mean you can get uh i think they like match you up to like 200, up to 200 bucks 200, or something yeah. like that so i mean definitely get on there uh for week one if you if you've never played yeah it is crazy i think i've never i've never really been huge into it in the nfl season um you know just the last couple of years i've been able to get into it but nba um it's just crazy i think like the amount of friends i have that like didn't follow the nba at all or at least i didn't know they cared about the nba and then started playing on FanDuel, and then were texting me every single night asking for my opinion on their lineup so i mean i wouldn't say it's necessarily addicting but it's one of those things that once you kind of get the taste of it it's, it's pretty easy to just keep going back to week after week uh, but you mentioned the the you don't want to uh buy it now on ebay you know when you want to you want to make sure you have an auction as a buyer i always want to buy it now right and that's why i bring <laughs> this up because i was doing the podcast uh a different the road Wire football podcast with with the great Derek van riper on monday and he brought to my attention that there is a keenan mccardell jacksonville jaguars jersey in like mint vintage condition um and it was located just outside of madison what in, they in McFarland. That, like 1500 or something like that no, which is crazy, and I, I, that's why I thought I'm like, come on, Derek, this isn't funny. Like, it's, it was it was fourteen ninety nine. Whoa. Yeah, I know. And dollars, right? Exactly. Wow. And again, I was like, Derek, come on. Like, I, it has to be at least. I've never seen anything listed like under like nine hundred. Like so, like you know, not a not a knockoff from China or anything like that. We're oh no, I mean, legit, I shout legitimate. out to our good friends uh, AliExpress.com, yeah. but. Um, no, they, no, they, this was they a, didn't have quite a high enough bid to sponsor the podcast, although we were we were pushing for it. Yeah, I think I think next year we'll just, <laughs> we can finally get that partnership going. But no, I messaged. You know, there's like five days left on the auction. I was like, I can't lose this item. Yeah, I got people. I mean, it's it's in the middle of Wisconsin. People are going to be clamoring for this item. And I like I privately did you, messaged did the did seller. Did you just sprint out of the office? Well, I like, messaged <laughs> the seller right away. Like immediately, I was like, Hey, I like I really want this. I will pay you. Like I even offered him, like I'll pay up. I'll pay twenty bucks if you just take like marketers buy it now and I'll buy it right away. And the lady. It was a lady responded like two days later and was like, "No, I actually have a bidding war going, so I'm sorry." And that was that. So another key. Did you did you end up getting a getting a chance to follow that bidding war and see what see what happened? No, I was too discouraged. By the time she responded, there would have only been like a day or two left in the auction. It was like, you know what, it's just not worth it at this point. You should have. Yeah, I mean, I I wonder what it. I mean, if she was like, "Well, I got a bidding war," and then it went for like thirty five bucks, then I'd be like, "Well." 
you should have told me that I would have jumped in and given you like 40. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know though. I, that's the thing is I didn't want to I don't know. I don't know what my cap would have been. <laughs> like what's the amount what's an appropriate amount of money to spend on a used Keaton McCardell jersey? Um Probably not as long much. as it fits you appropriately, I think it it would have. It's a it's a size medium. I think uh I think you got to go into the 30s there. Cuz it's like what 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 other opportunity are you going to get to have I mean, are people trying to think of like a good another good jags jersey that would even be available to you like there aren't i mean yeah i mean maybe i mean jimmy smith jerseys are suspiciously hard to find fred taylor's are out there yeah suspiciously um, hard to find yeah i think they, um, they pulled those from the market pretty yeah. quick i don't know i mean I, yeah i, w- I would have probably gone up to 30 but i mean you know bidding war is a bidding war can't argue with that that is true so um let's see uh do you, okay so you, you have you have uh, Philly Brown written down here. Question I do mark. on our on our extremely detailed uh, little podcast plan. I have Philly Brown because he's at a minimum salary forty five hundred. Um, so you know, of course, we're talking receiver Philly Brown here for the Carolina Panthers, and he's been named a starter against that vaunted Jacksonville secondary on Sunday. And yeah, I'm not again. This is this is in the same vein as Mercedes Lewis, where I don't want to be responsible for telling anyone right. to use Philly Brown. But at that price, if you you know if you find yourself paying up for a quarterback, you also want to pay up for running backs and a couple of receivers, and you don't have much left, and you have to go minimum salary, you could do worse than a guy who's going to be the number one or number two receiver, depending on how much you like Ted Gain. Now, would you start Philly Brown at that price or Alan Hearns at forty six hundred? Or actually, you know what? This is this is a very stupid conversation we're having because Devin Funchess is just forty six hundred, so. Like, I'm starting Devin Funches in a season-long league this year. I mean, he's the number one receiver there. So, like, he's so like So, Ron even... Rivera coming out and saying that Funches is the number three receiver, that's just a smokescreen? Yeah, I don't – come on. That's that's crazy. A classic Ron Rivera. I, that's just a classic – yeah, classic <laughs> classic smokescreen. I think, yeah, Funches is, is a guy – he's 4,600. Like, all you really need there is, like, 40 yards, <laughs> and you've, you've kind of right. paid for that already. So, I think – I think I'd go with the skill there. And Philly Brown was um, kind of he had a he had one preseason game where I think he had like five or six drops. So uh, if you yeah, if you're in a league that that counts drops, <laughs> yeah, I don't really P- PPD. I don't really. I'm not interested in that. Actually, if I'm going for a cheap receiver, you shouldn't really have to go that cheap because like we like we touched on with running back and and uh, guys like Devontae Adams and. You can you can go cheaper on quarterback if you want. You shouldn't have to go that cheap. The guy that I actually like, if if you're gonna go below six thousand and and someone other than Devontae Adams is Nelson Aguilar with the Eagles, fifty five hundred. Like 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 we were talking about with Sam Bradford, you can pair him and Aguilar up. That's not gonna cost you much at all, really. And that's in Atlanta against a, a weak defense. It's gonna be a ton of volume in that passing game. And I think Aguilar actually. You know, obviously Jordan Matthews is the guy I'd, I'd prefer there, but I think Aguilar and Matthews are a little closer than some people think, and it wouldn't surprise me if they ended up posting uh, similar similar numbers this season. Um, yeah, I was really glad to get Aguilar in a season-long league. I know he was a guy that, that Roto-Wire's own Mario Puig had been pretty much touting since week one of the college season mm-hmm. last year, and I, I don't think anybody's too surprised to see him making strides in the preseason. Now, if we want to go – I mean, on, on FanDuel, you do uh, you do have to start a kicker and a defense. Uh, I think it's worth throwing out there that if I'm, if I'm starting a kicker this week, I'm going all the way down to Chandler 
Catanzaro with the the Cardinals at 4,700. Uh, you know, controlled environment against the Saints. I don't see that Arizona offense being super efficient in the red zone. And he's a guy that, you know, he was a stud kicker in college, uh, I believe at Clemson, and not a guy that I, th- I think is going to miss maybe any kicks this year because of the new uh, rule. So it's not a it's not an offense where I'm worried about them going for two and costing me points uh, in that regard. I think he's I mean, he's got 50, uh, 55 yard range or more. So I mean, I think he's a, a good play. Kevin put down uh, Brandon McManus, who's a little cheaper. I mean, forty five hundred. I mean, that's that's basically kind of punting uh, kicker there. But I you know I wonder with with Peyton Manning. I don't know how aggressive they'll be, but you wonder if that might be an offense where they think about going for two a few times. Well, how much do you target, you know, in a, especially looking at it from a FanDuel daily perspective, how much do you target a, a kicker for potential field goals as opposed to just the opportunity to rack up extra points as kind of a all, safety net? Yeah, I mean, all I really look at is the environment. The uh, You want it to be a, a matchup where you can definitely see them getting uh, to 20 or more points. And, you know, if, if you only get three extra points, then that's, that's the way it goes. But I, I think it's really hard to kind of target – field goals i want to i want a kicker that isn't going to miss his short field goals like isn't going to miss his 40 yarders his shout 40, out josh scoby yeah, yeah 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 i want a non-scoby type kicker if i can find one um do you do you have a a defense that you that you particularly like this week because i definitely have one and you you got to pay up a little bit but uh there's there's a certain match about there that i think could be could be really enticing yeah, I mean, I think the the Carolina Jacksonville game is just going to be kind of a bloodbath on both ends. As far as you know, I could see that ending in like a you know seventeen to ten, seventeen to thirteen, fourteen to eleven somehow. You know, one of those type of games. Mm-hmm. So I think that Carolina D, even though like you said, you are going to kind of have to pay up. They're at forty eight hundred, just below Seattle. Um, I think that's going to probably be worth it. Um, I like the Miami defense against Washington. I don't like I don't like yeah. the direction that Washington That's, is going as a franchise, oh, as hot, a fan base, as anything. Yeah, hot so take. Wow. I'm really just like, yeah. If you can, if you can, typing hot takes. <laughs> I, I actually, yeah, you're right. Miami's Miami's the defense I'm rolling with pretty much everywhere. I think uh, you're not you're not really paying up. It's like. 300 bucks yeah, more than thing. like teams like the the Vikings and stuff. So it all adds up though. Uh, I think. That could just be like a three or four pick game, really. I mean, Cousins loves throwing picks. I mean, he loves being a good teammate and having having teammates support him and everything like that. But most <laughs> of all, he loves throwing picks. So, uh, you know, you could see Sue and company getting after him and, and forcing some turnovers in that one. Yeah, how many picks for Ndavik and Sue in this one? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'll put the over-under at one and a half. Fum- I'll give him a forced fumble. Okay. A fumble yeah. sack, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you know, scrolling down the list of defenses here, there there are quite a few to like. I think in week one, as we mm-hmm. kind of figure out which offenses are going to be legit and which aren't. Indy, you know, at at Buffalo with Tyrod Taylor at the helm, I don't see Buffalo putting up a ton of points. Um, even the Jaguars against Carolina, you know, flipping that one on its head, I don't think either team's going to be scoring a lot of points in that one. So, if you want to save a little bit of money, that I think that Jacksonville D is a decent bet, although the, a lot of inexperience in the secondary there. Um, for a tournament play, uh, wouldn't definitely wouldn't do this in a cash game. But for a tournament play, I'd consider the Cowboys at forty two hundred against the Giants. I mean, it was just two years ago where Eli Manning was was chasing the single season picks record. Obviously, Odell Beckham gives some punch to that offense that they've been lacking. But 
you know, wouldn't wouldn't surprise anyone, I don't think, if the Cowboys uh, housed a pick in that game. Uh, definitely like the Packers against Jay Cutler, too, but I don't know if there's that much value there at 4,500. I think I'd rather just go an extra 200 and get the Dolphins. Uh, before we go here, I just want to get your take on the Marcus Mariota-James Winston showdown. <laughs> so James Winston will have played his final college game against Marcus Mariota and now his first pro game against Marcus Mariota. Pretty, pretty wild. I'm picking Tampa Bay in this one. I don't, I don't like the weapons that Mariota has around him. I do like the weapons that, that Winston has around him, although Mike Evans is probably a game-time decision at this point uh, for Sunday, so that's a little bit concerning. But even without Evans, mm-hmm. I think the Tampa Bay supporting cast, both offensively and defensively, is you know, head and shoulders better than what Mariota has. Yeah, I, I legitimately think Winston's going to be one of the better rookie quarterbacks we've seen lately. Maybe the best uh, the best first-round rookie quarterback since Luck, and I definitely think he's going to be someone who in, in 15 and deeper leagues or two quarterback leagues is going to be startable for most of the season thanks to that, that wide receiver duo. Uh, would, would also pick the Buccaneers to win this game. Just – I mean that a Tennessee team. I think they'd be fortunate to win five games this year. I think the the Buccaneers could pretty reasonably win seven. So yeah, I mean in Tampa Bay, I think that's that's an easy call. Right. Yeah, I think this Buccaneers team could be sneaky good, especially in that division where you know nine games might win it again. I, I think I like Atlanta to rebound a little bit this season. I don't think New Orleans will be as bad as they were, um, and you know Carolina's somehow the reigning division champion. So they're 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 still. They're still the top dog. I think two-time defending NFC South champions, yeah. if I remember correctly. So until someone knocks them off, I guess they're the team to beat. Um, but yeah, I do agree with you. I think I think Winston's going to be really good. I think he's still working to shake that knucklehead uh, <laughs> persona, that the perception. I think that a lot of people have of him because when you hear him talk, it's like you're like this is the guy who stood up on a cafeteria yeah. table and, and yelled that. He's he's still pretty like fundamentally as as a quarterback he's still pretty raw like I think there's tons of room for improvement his right. footwork is terrible but his, he can make some throws that that you know only maybe five or six quarterbacks currently in the league can make so uh definitely a guy who I think isn't going to fail and he's in a perfect offense I mean not many rookie quarterbacks get drafted into a situation where you have two legitimate like stud wideouts, big targets, and then uh, a fairly capable running back in Doug Martin. So uh, definitely definitely like Winston's prospects going forward. Yes, yeah, so a lot to like going into week one here. Plenty of action. Like we said, 13 games Sunday and then two big Monday night games. Thanks for listening to the Rotowire Daily Fantasy Podcast presented by FanDuel.com. FanDuel is the leader in one-week fantasy football. Good luck in your tournaments this weekend. Good luck in your leagues. Uh, we'll be back with you with the Rotowire Daily Fantasy Podcast on Monday. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.